All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Episode 387 of The Real Life Podcast brought to you by the HGA Group. We are officially your spot for a full comprehensive breakdown of last night's Tony Awards. Uh, boys, we'll start with biggest snub. Hamilton. <laughs> wicked i know that one that was on broadway for a bit wasn't it uh yeah um what else is on broadway the spider-man show the one that hurts everyone mm. cats was cats nominated wow. they should be that's a hell of a movie do you know what the longest running show in broadway history is annie cats no it's not cats according to wikipedia hmm gone with the wind no is it annie no it was uh the phantom of the opera which did can you guess how many performances they got uh a million thirteen thousand six hundred twenty nine. wow wow i saw that when i was a little kid i don't remember a thing about it but i remember going like you went to broadway no i was here just wherever here same with, yeah, I've only seen two Broadway shows. I uh, saw Phantom of the Opera when I was a little kid, and I saw the Book of Mormon a couple of years ago. That's all my Broadway experience, Tyler. I remember when I, I was, was by little, myself. Oh, sorry, Richard. I was going to say when I was a little kid, I remember the Lion King came to town, um, and I went and saw that when they were touring, and I remember it being very good. Oh, I great. went to a Broadway show solo in like 2017, I think, mm. and it's magic, man. Because you have to turn your phone off, right? Mm-hmm. And it was. Um, Matthew Broderick was in it and Nathan Lane was in it. I can't remember what it was called right now, but it was unbelievable. 
It was like being Broadway a movie. Broadway shows are so entertaining. So but entertaining. like the quality we see here, God bless them. They're doing their best and it's great, right? Like a traveling version of Hamilton. But if you go to like the mothership and see the real cast, top of the tops, it is amazing. That is my report on Broadway. Nation vacation of Broadway. <laughs> it's gangster. Well, there's that uh there's that one broadway uh, musical i want to see uh come from away about uh gander newfoundland during 9-11 finally the, they made a musical about this and i've seen the making of it it looks awesome is it musical or is a, it like a spoken word a musical a about musical. 9-11 a musical on it's a musical event around 9-11 hmm. damn so uh, I don't know if you know the story, Tyler, but Gander Newfoundland is yeah. a strategic airport for Canada, especially uh, going back to the war times. But Isn't it why Newfoundland was basically told to join Canada because they needed yeah. Gander? Essentially, yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, easternmost point of the country, right? Yeah. So all the flights that were coming in from Europe to the states during 9/11 got rerouted to Gander Newfoundland. So I, can't, I can't remember how many planes. But probably say 50 or 60 planes, but these are all like 200, 300 passenger planes yeah. land in this little town of Gander. And it's a story about how Gander took care of all these people for four days. They put everybody up everywhere. Like the gym was full and the yeah. grocery store got emptied out because there were so many people there. And like all the local businesses pitched in and cooked around the clock and shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's why there is a boat on a dime is commemorate commemorating that. That's the boat yeah. outside of Gander on 9-11. The Gander Blue Nose. The Gander Blue Nose, your Amtrak. Know your history, your Amtrak. Read a book. Jesus Christ. Or listen to one for Christ's sake. Yeah. I they tried to start a book club once. In your head. You did. And it got shot down. Do you guys all get gifts of hockey books at Christmas because your friends and family don't know what to get you? I always find yes. it mildly offensive. They're like, you know what you need is the Bobby Hall biography. Like, why the fuck would I care about this? I get well, a lot, I know your a lot of uh, the bathroom books, like those quick facts uh, kind of sure, magazine readers. Sure. I get those all the time. And it's okay. Was, like they're trying. I, I got an interesting gift this weekend and I was kind of wishing we were in studio so I could show it, even though I'm driving to an appointment right now, it couldn't be in studio, but I still decided to wear it. I was given a gift this weekend by one Rod Phillips. What is it? Retro so Oilers gear? Do tell. Yes. So oh, Rod, Phillips, no. Rod Phillips lives near me and he's actually moving he, uh, him and his wife are moving uh, into a condo downtown just to kind of like, you know, simplify life a little bit. So I drive by their house twice, three times a day in the truck. Actually, if it has to be even numbers, because I do coming from, yeah, so four times a day. Uh, And so I was walking with hot dog and uh, Rod was outside and saw me walk by. And it's just like, hey, I've got something for you. (gasps) I'm like, what? He's like, well, I know like, I, I, I know you like, I, I, I see you driving the other station truck. I'm like, Oh my God, uncle Rod, this is crazy. And, uncle Rod you know, recognize you. We've always been admirers uh, from afar of his uh-huh. and also had him come and voice do the voiceover work for the nation limo. Uh, legend. So, you know, there's very much legend. He's like, I got something for you just cause he's, he's just unpacking some stuff and it's this old Oilers t-shirt. And, oh. But in it, there's a number in, uh, stitched on it. So it's a player's shirt. So a player, so like their workout shirts or whatever. And 
I know what you're probably thinking. You're thinking it's like Mark Messier's or Wayne Gretzky's, but no, it's 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 of someone more near and dear to my heart, and it's it's got number fifty five on it, and it's Igor Ulanovs. Wow. Yeah, so I got a I got this old gray Oilers shirt with an Oilers. What logo era shirt? Is it like ninety late nineties? Oh, it, oh, it'd be like early O's. Wow! Can you send a picture for he our? Also, he also he also offered me a yeah. Well, I'm wearing it right now under a, a hoodie, but I will uh, I will uh, yeah I will take a photo. He also offered me a uh, Oilers golf bag. But you uh, should be like, hey, Unky Rod, if there's anything uh, here that you think is actually worth some smoke and you want to unload it. There's a bunch of wacky internet Oilers people that would love to take a look. Oh, I'm sure he's keeping like the very interesting one. Maybe if he's t-shirt. downsizing, maybe this is a good, I'm sure he's got so much shit. Oh, oh fuck for sure. He does. That's gangster. Are you going to wear it? Are you going to, is it a I'm wearing memorabilia right piece? Wow, sick. I'm wearing it. Yeah. It's double XL and true Ulanov fashion. Cause he was a beast. <laughs> it's a double XL. <laughs> Yeah. So you feel your pain threshold increase, you, like when Thor grabbed oh, the hammer. I, can, I, I will. I will get in front of a semi right now and block. <laughs> I, uh, you're rocking a double XL. At that point, you can just Winnie the Pooh it. You don't even need pants. Well, and also it it ensures that I can wear this shirt for life. It gives me some room to grow in it as I mature. You know. Yeah. You grow into it. That's all good. That's a shirt you hold on to and you let it age with you. And everyone knows that the shirt can never be detached or thrown out. Oh yeah. I will. I will respect have the shirt. Until it falls apart. Hmm. I won't say how I got it, but I got a Jason Stradwick Oilers track suit. And Stradwick has the longest arms in the world. Former co-host of the real life in season one. And I've only worn it once. It was intended to be for a Halloween costume. But I swear to God, when I put that thing on, I feel like I'm a night or 2004 Oiler or whatever year it would have been. It's got the OG logo. It's so cool. I uh, just because you brought up Struddy there when I when Frank was in town a couple months or a month ago, whenever the hell that was, everything is mushed together. Um, he asked, he was like, "How are you guys at like 375 episodes of the Real Life Podcast?" And you I was like, "Question, Struddy, Frank, Saravalli." Frank. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it's been a weird road to get here. And I was like, I've only been around. I think I started like what episode 90 or some shit like that. I don't remember. Um, but I was like, at the, at the beginning, it was Wanye, Struddy and Gregor. Right. And then it morphed into who joined next. Then it turned into me and bag milk. And yeah. Okay. Then it was you and bag milk. And then it just kind of kept growing for like there. two years. We drove out to 1260 and recorded it secretly there covertly because we didn't have the equipment. Um, and then it just kept morphing and morphing into what it is now. And it has been this iteration of it for a while. I should add for sure. Like, I actually think we might be closing in. I need to look it up. Um, but we very well might be closing in on 300 episodes just of us as a group. As a squad. I remember sitting in the office one day, a little brick with Jay. And I was like, well, I gotta go. I gotta drive across town to do the podcast. Cause in my mind, then especially it was something you drove to do. He's just like, why don't you just do it here at work? I'm like, well, that is not a bad idea. I did a whole bunch of the first season in Mexico too. So I was calling in from uh, Hermosillo. Jesus. And Strati was always like, tell me stories about the drug trade. I'm like, that is a myopic view of Mexico, my friend. There's plenty of Mexico that isn't that type of shit. <laughs> I'm reading old episode titles from this show. Um, <laughs> January 21st, 2019. Trent Yanni gets it. 
Who the oh. fuck? That is a name I've not heard in a while. Guess oh. who threw that out then? Me. Yeah, you went on. You went on a Trent Yanni rant one day. Did I? I love Trent Yanni. I believe so. I think. I think he he was he was in the organization, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. a coach, I think. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I can't remember. I, I I remember. I remember. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember he was under fire. I think. <laughs> He was an assistant coach for one season. Oy, oy, oy. Well, he got it. Yeah, uh, he certainly did. Um, I think I might have been around for that, though. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you would have been. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like 14, your are M-Check, hey, and then this happens. Because I remember this episode, long necks and cash and checks. Um, oh, that's when we were obsessed with daddy long neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a baby uh, now. Really? Does he really? You've kept Congratulations. Is it a quote for us, Gump? Is he normal or is he like me? Is he normal or does he have a long neck? Uh, yet to be determined. How oh, no long neck though. Average size. No long neck? Yep. Yeah. When did I start on that? that? Era when of the internet's dead, thankfully. What's that? I'm trying to figure out when was my first episode here, and I honest to Christ can't. It was within like an hour of you starting with the company. Yeah. Because we needed help. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I think you're, I think you're having drugs with us for a bit. Why well, wrote for a bit? Stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, but like when he came on full time or full ish time. Yeah. Full ish time. Um, one of the episodes, Thank God, you're here. You're in. Oh, here Jeez we Louise. go. Yeah. Okay. No, this, I found my first episode because I wasn't here for the episode called stone cutters win spoilers for game of thrones. Oh, <laughs> good episode. And then a lot of crap talk I sat in on. And then the next one. So episode 121 would have been my uh, first ever episode as the producer of the show because it went there. Wanye told this told the story about the bones on the next episode. And then we interviewed Laddie. What Sean. bones? The bones at Emperville? Mm-hmm. <whistles> yeah. Um, what if I told you one of those bones was not accounted for in its final inventory? With the Royal Alberta Museum, and we handed them over to your M check. I would say those are all allegations. What if I told you there's one bone I didn't surrender? I would tell you that you're going to get in legal trouble. My nephew saw it. I don't know what we're going to do with it. We're going to frame it somehow or other. And I'll go to jail. That's fine. I'll put my phone number on it. <laughs> my little nephew saw it, and he's like, Is that a dinosaur bone? And I was like, Yes. Because sometimes you have to lie to children, your M check. Is that a dinosaur bone? I'm like, it sure is. It's a T-Rex. Damn. I, that's one of my favorite things to show people, actually, when we go through the office. The bone? Yeah, I'll be like, and there you can see that's Wanye's office and a bone. You say he killed a guy, I heard. Yeah. That's his bone. And so I said, that's the bone. <laughs> that's one of the bones of our original founders of Oilers Nation from back in 1912. People were much larger. Shit. When it used to be etched into rock slate. Yeah. Yeah yelled from the rooftops of, or yelled from the top of the river valley just yelled Oilers news even though the Oilers weren't around I think we could make a real good bit out of just me reading off old episode title names and then reliving <laughs> those memories I think there's potential to well, do how that. much aggregate time have we been talking now on this show well so if it's 387 episodes if you just average out an hour an episode um quick math that's 387 hours some wow. have been longer some have been shorter. times 1 is 387 so that's like two and a half weeks it's, yeah it's 16.125 days 
Jeez Louise. Yep. Really makes you think what you could have done with it all that. It really time. makes you think, doesn't it, guys? Fan uh, of the opera music plays. <laughs> I like how the first. So you're saying we could have just recorded for two and a half weeks and just called the next two and a half years, three years, done, done and dusted. That would be a funny podcast if we recorded one to play in like a year where we predict what we would be talking about a year from now and then run it as an episode, then listen to it and react. Oh, that's actually interesting. There is so much shit going on right now. That would be so hard to predict, but it'd be interesting to hear. Remember when we did the uh, look ahead, Jay, when we were in Amsterdam, we did the look ahead for the Oilers and we were making all our predictions about how well they would do and we didn't even know about Connor McDavid? Yeah. We like wrote down your MTech like the next five years, what we kind of thought was going to happen for the Oilers. Taylor Hall will win MVP. You got it right. Yeah, man. (laughs) And then we're like, do you think we're going to make the playoffs? Are we going to be good? And we're both like, fuck, I don't see how. And then Connor McDavid showed up. Um, I'm going through the real early names of real life. And for the first like 15, just the artwork for the episode is a Bobcat because of the Jappa sponsorship or something. No, it wasn't Jappa. It was spinning. Top, Top dollar. And so we were able to afford the likes of Jason Strudwick. Uh, then there was just the podcast were just called episode one, two, three, four, five, all the way up to 11. And then you guys decided to uh, start naming them. Um, Brad Wynn wasn't built in a day. Your M Chuck cheese and H crow. We couldn't think of everything at once. I know. I just think these are great. There's one episode just titled bagged milk. Well, <laughs> Uh, What's funny is that I brought Chalmers to like episode two and I was like, I insist Chris Chalmers come on this podcast and Bay and uh, Gregor and Strudge are like, no, I was like, Oh, so then when Chalmers started coming on the show, although he really doesn't come when he's asked, which is funny. I was like, victory is mine. Chalmers is a co-host. And then you can see where the change kind of got made because the episodes started getting named a little bit differently. And I think that really is a good telling point. Um, Wanye, milk era beginning. Yeah. Wanye gets arrested. Daft Punk tricks the world. UFC Oilers chant. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, this you can see me trying to crowbar some keywords in there, Tyler. Every single one a killer. <laughs> the boys are back. Oilers, point leaders. The future, it's bright. October 3rd, 2017. Fucking uh, right, uh, it's bright, uh, uh, bright as can be. Get me a welding mask. You can't look at it. Um, this episode reminds me of something to do this summer. It's just called Intern Chris Drops Pearls of Wisdom. He did say that the next time we cold call him on the pod, he will answer. Oh, so please. He's gone the corporate route. He's probably having a meeting with a tie on right now with Excel mm-hmm. spreadsheets and everything. Pleated pants. Someone sent me a funny photo today, uh, speaking of ties, and I don't think this is an easy visualization to describe, but it was a brontosaurus, and it's where should it wear its tie? At the top, right under its chin, like a human, or at the mm-hmm. bottom of the neck, way mm-hmm. far down? What'd you go with? Oh, at the bottom of the neck. Yeah, because his shirt uh, collar wouldn't go all the way up his yeah, neck. Your shirt collar sits at the base. Turtleneck. Well, Doesn't maybe he is. Well, then why are you wearing chain? a tie? See, but even yeah, then, go down low. but even then, if, if he was wearing a turtleneck, the turtleneck goes up the neck chain sits at the base of the neck. 
Yeah, so you need to have a, you need to have some neck, I guess some neck shoot out of the chain. To bring this all around, if Daddy Longneck was wearing a tie, he would not wear it at the chin. He would wear it at the collarbones. It provided. Well said. Okay. Well Fair. said. Can't argue with science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This also reminds me of another funny dinosaur thing, and that's a uh, dinosaur trying to make a bed. Uh, sorry, a T Rex trying to make a bed. Weren't T Rexes actually like smaller than we think, or something like that? They're ha- yeah, they're handheld. What? They're like uh, Tamagotchi like roosters? No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. That's I know that well. they couldn't run like they did in Jurassic mm, Park. That might that's definitely what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because they are up to 40 feet high. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking of the running. Like they couldn't move very well. Or yeah, something. they couldn't run. Uh, I if, they could bite. Mm-hmm. If, it, if you got in their strike zone, they could bite you. I wouldn't I, fuck with a T-Rex, even if it couldn't run fast. He's got them big old fangs for teeth. If well, we, either way, I think it would have been a lot uh, less anti-climactic, or it would have been way more anticlimactic if Jeff Goldblum just pulled away with ease rather than the T-Rex running after them, you know? Different want to tell a story you're in, Chuck. Tell me when the conversation's at a natural break after an ad. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first off, if we're going to do an episode of the podcast that we listen back to and give our thoughts on, I vote for the one that we did 29 days, or you guys did, 29 days before the Lucic signing titled Lucic Rumors, IHOB, and Stanley Cup Celebrations. I'd love to hear the OG thoughts. IHOB? Yeah, I oh, That was when uh, yeah, they, they moved from pancakes to burgers. Yeah, but I'd love to hear oh, the OG Lucic It was a ruse, days. remember? It, really it was all a ruse. It was all Bastards. a ruse. Fuck. They get uh, me all worked up. First off, shout out to our friends at Campio Brewing Company. Um, they are great. They are downtown. They have a massive and, quite frankly, bitchin' patio that you can take advantage of this summer when the weather's nice. And if the weather's not nice, just sit inside. It's really, it's really nice inside, too. Shout out to Campio Brewing. Wanye? So, Wanye Jr. is a man on the move. He can walk. He cannot talk. He can grunt. He can point. And his baby gibberish is getting phonetically more complicated. We're zeroing in on talking, but we're not in a race. So I'm with him and he's opening and closing that door. And I, you know what? I'm that dad. I let him do whatever he wants. He has to learn one way or other. So he catches his little fingers in the door. Poor guy. And he's an extremely intense individual. So he just starts to lose his marbles and have a meltdown because he's never really hurt himself that suddenly before. And he's also spaz. So I pick him up. I'm like, oh, poor baby. I'm more like his grandma. I'm like, oh, you poor baby, poor baby, poor baby. And his head is right beside my head. And he puked in my face. With no warning from sheer emotion of the situation, he full barfed a full stomach of baby life into my face. It got in my mouth. And no lie, from my collarbones where I would wear a tie down to my toes where I would wear shoes was all vomit. That's gross. And then Wanya Jr. looks at what he's done and begins to laugh. (laughs) He went from spaz to barf to laugh. He has the emotional range of a Tony Award winner. Mm. In less than a minute, (laughs) the room was just vomit everywhere as far as the eye could see and the laughing baby. He had himself a baby version of the puke and rally. Perhaps one day he'll listen to this podcast when he's older and I'll say, check out the one. I don't remember which and he'll say, mm, everything's on the internet and he'll use his glasses to find it or whatever they do in the future. Brain chips. Son, you puked all over me. 
Go to Unwind. And you owe me three hundred dollars, and you turn eighteen, and you know what you did. I had to replace it. Will you That's ever teach your son about Wanye? What? No. Sure. Well, it all depends, I suppose. Three answers in one. <laughs> <laughs> Will I force feed him to love the Oilers? Yes. Will I insist he wear Oilers Nation gear to school all the time because I'll call it working and you're helping daddy sell clothes? Yes. And then you put him Will on he payroll. Connects the two dots that are already very apparent? Yes. Fair enough. Who knows? Maybe I'll make him record an album or something. Bag them to that end. Did you see that thing I sent you where the guy made the album with all Fiverr artists? I did. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, though. I'm very intrigued. I wanted to bookmark it and give it the time it was due. I was I was at Top Gun when you sent me that, so I couldn't watch oh, it at that moment. Super quick. And if you watch it, we can come back to it if you watch it. But it's really cool. This guy made a whole album of songs by going on the website Fiverr. And they have like rappers on there and beat makers and music producers and shit. And for like 800 bucks, he made a professionally made song. Like he would make a beat with one guy and send the beat to a rapper on there and then send that to a music producer to like edit and shit. And he made a whole album and he put it out on uh, Spotify and he made money on the whole thing. Hmm. He's like, I'm on my DJ Khaled where he's like, I'm not in any of the music, but I arrange it all to come together. I want to yell. Yeah, he has a name. It's in the video. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that. That's a cool thing to do, though. Hey, super cool. I like that. It's unique. It's really good That's too. Sick. Like the quality of the music is actually surprisingly good. That's just so. Like that's what today is. Yeah. And you'd like own it all. Like he put it up on Spotify and he showed how many plays he got. And then in another video, he put five hundred dollars into promoting it on Spotify and like showed the results and shit. It's really interesting. Wow. That shit isn't. We could do that. Just with this We could make up a song. We can make up an Oilers song and pay rappers and beat producers and shit to make it. And then we'd own it. And then we'd always refer to it and link to it in our TikToks and shit. And then we'll get paid. So I actually, this is somewhat related, but not really. We flipped over to a new podcasting platform, getting the whole network over on here. And there we can create something called a monthly membership for our listeners, but you have to give them perks. So I was thinking, what kind of perks could we give our listeners that they would pay for? Like uncensored episodes where your Remchuk doesn't take anything out? Uh, probably the stuff you want removed, you really want removed, but paid membership. Yeah, probably. Also, then <laughs> people would realize how little I actually anymore. take out. Because you're so mean, nothing interesting can be said. I've stopped no. saying interesting things. <laughs> Come on, you just talked about one, you throwing up on you. Well, that's hardly censored. I think that we should keep it all free. Yeah, me too. I think us constantly reminding you about our advertisers is way more annoying. And then nobody has to pay for that. But we are not owned by ourselves. If you guys want to make revenue, I think it's a great idea. No, I was more just doing it as an exercise of like, what kind of stuff would our listeners enjoy? Like, I, I don't even know. Um, Bag milk. What do you offer your only fan premium? Uh, all different angles of feet uh, right. provided with, if you pay the extra, you get one protein and sauce. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It would be Jeez. cool to come up with like an Oilers nation subscription that got you a bunch of shit. Yeah. Like, and that's what I was thinking is like, you know, if you had, if you had 
like if we did it for Oilers Nation Radio and it was like, oh, like for five dollars a month, you could pay for the premium ONR and like you get the episodes an hour early. You get a mini post game 10 minute show that like the normal people are like unpaid subscribers don't get like is there a way to do it that would actually intrigue people while not taking away obviously like i would never want to put an entire podcast behind a paywall right never because that's just dumb and it would exclude people and that's not what we're about but is there a way to like add bonuses that like yeah like a real big diehard of like oh man i want like 15 minutes of your m and bag milk the morning after every game and i'm willing to pay four dollars cool if there was like perks like you said yeah what if there was a one dollar burger at the pint you're like, a $1 burger? Are you crazy? It's like, you got to be a member. You got to have your app. One per customer, but it is a dollar. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you had shit like that, I think a membership would be okay. But it needs to unlock some pretty wild shit. Not like 2% off nachos every fourth Friday. Like, yeah. you fuck. Oh, it'd be up to get exclusive gear, an exclusive event, an exclusive this, an exclusive that. Jay has of oiler hair and you don't get to know who unless you pay an extra fee. Jay, Jay has gone from the truck to a scan from this shirt. I can pull off a chest hair or 10. Jay, you've gone from the truck to your AirPods. Now you're on the move. I'm on the move. I'm actually going to Crawford's getting her shot. So I'm just about to walk into the May center. Oh, you're good. Dad. Good. Dad. She puked on you from head to toe. Uh, not from her mouth, but from other regions. Yes. Keep an eye out. They're, They're tricky. That's not puke. Oh, where am I going? Public? Oh my god! What the fuck is this? Sorry, I gotta go. Yeah. Good luck. To you. All right. See you, Jay. All have right, fun. Thank you. All right. Hopefully, Crawford handles things well. Um. So now it's just the three of us. Um. It really means we can do whatever we want. Actually, Jay's- I'm only thinking with like membership. I know it's tempting. It is. I know, but it's a slippery slope because you don't want to exclude people. That's why I'm like, Ugh. I think special stuff is the way you do membership. So it's like. There's a blue hat. What do you mean a blue hat? Like a version of something only you can get if. But it'd be interesting to integrate partners. I always thought it would be really cool if you could somehow get like Oilers Nation points and then redeem them for like merch and stuff by doing stuff. See, but that it's see. So that is something you could do with like a premium podcast, right? So let's say it was again, I keep using this example and this wouldn't be what it is, but like your rem truck and bag milk post game show where like you get a 15 minute audio thing of bag milk and I breaking down the game the next morning. And then in there, we're like, Hey, by the way, our premium content is powered by this company. Here's your promo code for 50% off anything on their store. And you get like an exclusive promo code that way. Or like if you go to this specific link, nationgear.ca slash HV two one ZZX, it gives you access to like this exclusive line of nation gear. I don't know. I was watching this thing about this online marketing company and the two guys who own it are like always appearing in content, like they're G wagons and shit. And they like have bricks of cash they put to their ears. So you immediately have my attention when I watch this sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And when they do, it's really interesting. So they have a huge social media account. I think it's called like high key media opposite of low key anyways they have like a follow contest once every month and they have 40 accounts that want to get followers and they do this contest where they give away like louis vuitton bags and iphones all this crazy shit Hmm. but it's not a scam they actually give it away and then clearly document how people win and like people take photos with their phones and shit 
So you know it's not a scam, right? So then all these companies sign up to like sponsor this contest so they can buy these wicked prizes and they pay like four grand US. And I worked it out. I think there's like a hundred companies that were involved or something like that. I think they made like 400 grand in revenue and gave out like 200 grand in prizes. Wow. And all these sponsors got all these real followers who followed them because they wanted to win a contest. That's kind of interesting. Exactly. Yeah, people love. If you're like, oh, I joined a premium membership. And as a result, I got the equivalent of a Louis Vuitton bag as a prize amongst members. Like if you could win shit or have better experiences that you couldn't get otherwise. Yeah. That's interesting. But like putting a podcast behind a paywall, I don't know. Just to have a podcast there. Yeah, you're right. Like people... There, there this is what be the Oilers should do. They should be like, hey, do you want to meet Oilers all the time and like see special podcasts and see video interviews? That's behind a paywall. That's 10 bucks a month and 200,000 people have signed up. The other problem with like the internet as well is people will just pull it and send it to their friends, you know, right? Like that's the tough that's part. Okay, but that's okay. That's the Netflix model yeah. where you're like, as long as I can live with the amount of subscribers I have, who cares? I'm going to assume that people sharing it amongst themselves. It generally isn't as big of a problem as you would think. They've done studies. Hmm. That is like coupons are similar thing, right? You go to websites and you just like coupon for this and people do share things to an extent. Yeah. It'd be sick if there was like an app that you walk into Roger's place and you walked up to the beer people and you show them their app and they scan. And then you got like an extra bigger beer to the same price as the current beer. Similar to a season ticket holder in that way, I suppose, right? Like season ticket holders get 15% off their booze. That's a good deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. 15% right. off is, is, but like, I mean, like you could cut the line somehow or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like better experiences than normal. Like imagine there was a special toilet for app members. And you're like, pardon me, I have 12,000 points. You just stroll past everybody in the urinal line and have a wee at your own leisure. You, you Unbelievable. Accu- you accumulate points and you can cash them in for Roger's place, things like cutting the bathroom line. So like you really have to go and the period's about to start, but is it worth cashing in the points you've taken four home games to build up? I don't know. How are we not doing meet and greets after the game for somehow for charity? Where like four Oilers after every game are like, fuck, it's my turn. I got to go in the room with all the crazy Oilers fans. And they go in there and everyone's like, ah! And somehow charity makes money. Yes, this is nice. the kind of shit you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Now, we can't offer any of those experiences. So rewinding it back, what can we offer for a premium experience that we can make it a subscription? Part of that could be premium content, maybe. It is $100 a month. And when you sign up, you get a picture of Bag Milk's face faxed to you. Yep. <laughs> and there's, there's actually a that dude from Los cent. Angeles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck someone someone brought that back out and put him in a Photoshop the other day and I was howling. That was dangerous way. Oh yeah. And there's oh a five God. liter tub of mayonnaise waiting for you at the pint for $25 if you're a member. <laughs> and you roll in, you say, Give me big mayo. And then they give you the drum. Oh my God. He put it's it in the photo deal. of Jay outside of dog patch. Fucking nah. as hell. Yep. So funny. Excellent. Um, I just Me saw this. We're working on a uh, best of the jokes of the year on social media. Yeah. Like going back to the preseason where we had Lamborghini Perlini and then working our way out. There is so much funny shit people make over the course of the year. I cannot, I've never really sat down and like tried to map it out chronologically. Like the amount of 
gifts and photoshops and shit people make the amount of jokes that Oilers Twitter comes up with over the course of a season. It's hilarious to look at it all in sequence. It really does tell quite the tale and like maybe in a normal year and maybe this is next year, it won't be as exciting, right? Like hopefully the Oilers are good front to back and no one gets hurt and it's just the same 18, 19 players every night doing good things. Um, but like this year was just weird because it was like up, down, down, down further, down even further than that. Oh, way up, way up. Right. It was odd. But there's also just like a community of people making memes and building yeah. off each other's jokes that over the course of the season is hilarious. Like the fact that spiced oil was spiced oil dangerously, dangerously that made uh, that guy come back from the photo from Anaheim or LA. That's so funny, right? That he's like taking somebody's joke and building on it. That's very rare. I love that. I just, That's love Twitter. That guy was walking probably just to go get a cocktail. I ended up in the back of that photo and he ended up all over Edmonton Oilers Twitter for a hot minute. That's because I saw him in there and I, I was looking at the photo and I'm like, Wait a minute. Is that like a time traveler? Why does this guy look like he's being rendered in a game? And then everyone's like, is that bag milk? I was like, it sure is. And then they showed that photo. Uh, shit. The Lamborghini with Perlini's head is tires. So yep. good. So fucking funny, man. That was his mom's Bison header King. photo. What's that? That was his mom's header photo on Twitter for a while. Yeah. So funny. And then Bison King came out in preseason two. Like we've had a, this was a very strong meme year. And then Kennedy does such amazing stuff. And all that Leon is a hot bitch. Every time he scored, which was just so funny. That was great. It was a good year. It was a good year. Yeah. Um, Got to give some love to speaking of good. Alfa Romeo is good. And they're luxurious. Shout out to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Sometimes I sit and think about whoever the lucky winner of that prize pack was. You got to drive out to the mountains. And I think, damn, I'm jealous of them. Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Claim it? on the West end. I was at their dealership. Not that long ago. It's nice. Someone claimed, someone it, claimed yeah. that trip. Yep. 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 Someone claimed it up. Um, I think we actually had to give it away because the people from BOA didn't claim it. So someone from the Western conference finals ended up getting it. <laughs> T you claim it, eh? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine not claiming that prize, but I'm sure someone just like accidentally threw out their ticket and then they were toast. If you come to a nation party, know that all our prizes are real. Yes. This ain't some internet scam. Like if we say we're giving away a Zach Hyman jersey, mm -hmm. someone's leaving with a Zach Hyman jersey. Yeah. If we say you get to go in an Alfa Romeo to the moon, you get to go to the moon. I had someone email me today and they're like, Hey, like I got this prize. Like uh, I haven't been sent it yet though. Like what's the deal with this? So I texted Jared and I was like, Hey, uh, this guy says he hasn't gotten the prize. And Jared responded like immediately and was like, yeah, that's cause I literally hit send on the email four minutes ago. And I was like, Oh, well, there you go. The guy's surprised guys is surprised now. Um, also last week, last time we talked, it was last Thursday. I said, I was going out to cattail crossing for a little bit of golf and I did. And I golfed in an Oilers nation golf cart. And that was cool. That's what funny. a world. How is it? It was good. The golf cart's bitching. So it's like one of these new high tech golf carts. So it's got the GPS oh. built into it. So you always know like how far away from the hole you are um, or like how far you are to a water hazard. And then it's Bluetooth connected as well. So you connect your phone to it and you can play music. You can play music yeah. on the golf course? Yeah. In the cart, like on the touch screen, your phone just like transfers Damn, over. Fly. See, Pretty that's sweet. worth premium. 
If you're like, every time you go to one of the golf courses, you get a special card. Yeah. Um, so there's the Oilers Nation card. Then there's also a Jason Greger show cart. And when I walked up there, <laughs> the guy Gord was like, uh, which cart would you prefer? And I looked at him and I said, really? You think I'm going to golf in a Jason Greger cart? <laughs> Shut up. Not a chance. Just calls you we, buddy every time you swing. We should bring out some swag for those guys to give away to people who play in the nation card, like golf balls or some shit. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in the office, when we were cleaning out little brick, there was a carton of like 12 Oilers nation branded golf balls. And I was like, does anyone want these? And I don't know. Remember who it was. They were like, no, nah, just throw them out. I'm Dude, like, Oh, empty I'm, room. Hey, I can see your empty. Yeah. Hey, does anyone want these? There's no one around you. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I just took them, stuffed them in my car, just take them, drove home. Um, anyway, so I golf cattail and I feel like it gets a I feel like the course doesn't have as good of a reputation as it should because of what it used to be. Um, and even like compared to three years ago, if you golfed it back before it was cattail, um, what was it before it was Hunter's green before. And I remember that. Well, it's north, just north of the Henday, kind of like northeast-ish, mainly just north, right by the army base, kind of right by the garrison. Um, So I remember I golfed it like whatever, four years ago it was, something like that. And I remember I had a drive that went like 300 yards because the fairway was just like, it was just like, it was like pavement. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't hit the ball that far, not even close, but like your ball would roll so far that like it was the best spot to go hit bombs because like your ball would roll forever. Um, and now it's actually like the greens are in good shape. The fairways for this time of the year were solid. And anyways, that's kind of my testimonials. Like if you haven't golfed that course in a while, go give it another shot. Cause one, they're still putting in a ton of work. It's only going to get better. Um, and it's actually Oilers like nation cards. What the fuck? Oilers nation card. It's in good shape. And also if you golf after three o'clock on a weekday, it's 40 bucks a person. That's a great deal. You so. should go back and leave like an Easter egg on the roof, like write a code or something. I and then be like, go to the golf course, look in the cart roof, use that code, win that, something. That would act. That's Your actually Chuck only fans. Your M Chuck is going to put like a nation gear shirt hidden underneath the seat of the car and hope it doesn't catch fire a cart and hope it doesn't catch <laughs> fire. First one to find it wins. Something or like tape a hundred dollar gift card to the something, something in the glove box or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oilers talk. That's what I wanted to do next. Um, Frank Saravalli has a list up at dailyfaceoff.com. 10 potential buyout candidates. And number one is Zach Cassian thoughts. It, who else it. is going away in this scenario? You're just buying them out. But- yeah, but like, is it because Smith doesn't retire and neither does Duncan Keith and it's our only play? Or are we pretending that they're both leaving? Or what's the scenario? I would say this is with like, I mean, if Smith retires or if he doesn't, either way, you need, you're either spending money on Smith or you're spending money on a new goalie, right? Um, so this is probably because you have $11 million with Clefbaum on LTIR to spend. Like you need to sign Kulak, you need to sign McLeod, Pugliar, Yamamoto, and you need to either sign Kane or replace Kane, probably replace Evander Kane. So I just don't think you have enough money right there to get all that done. So you probably need to free up Cassian's money regardless. It just sucks. Cause I mean, it's just more dead cap space. Yeah. It's if what was the, what's the money on a Tyler is like 1.8 or something. Yeah. So 
Cassian has a cap hit of $3.2 million for the next two seasons. So if you buy him out, his cap hit would drop to 666K this year. So you save two and a half mil. And then next year it goes, it's at 1.8. So again, you would save about 1.3, 1.4 mil. And then for two years after the penalty portions of it are 990 K for, for two seasons. So instead of Cassian expiring in two years, he expires in four, but it's less money for the first two. Just sucks. Cause that would mean this year they have 4 million bucks in dead cap space, 2022, 23. Like that is a, that's a top six winger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm torn on it. Like I wrote about it at the site and like, obviously you should try to retain a million dollars on Zach Cassian. Obviously you should try to, you know, move him for nothing and attach a fifth round pick to it and see if anyone bites. Um, but I also think if, if it comes down to like signing Brett Kulak or buying out Zach Cassian, like if, if you can only, or if you need to buy out Cassian, I should say to sign Kulak, I think you need to jump you can't let Kulak go. Like, I just think if, if there's a chance yeah, to upgrade the team, you bite the bullet on the dead cap space for a few years. Yeah, that's fair. Anyways, that's my sort of take on it. Um, Miko Koskinen also signed officially overseas today. Um, and that's with Roberto Luongo in Switzerland, HC Logano. And Close. Mark Gano. Arcabello is the captain there. Mm. Mark Arcabello, Sparkabello. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Fuck, he was Do a guy. Can you podcast your M check where you go talk to Mark Arcabella and like interview everybody in the Swiss team? Be like, what's up, three former Oilers? Because it's probably a third. Uh, I'm almost surprised a little bit, just not necessarily that he went over to Europe, but that he didn't even bother waiting to see if there was an NHL offer here. Although, if he made so in- much money, man, he made so much money. He doesn't give a fuck. Well, that's fair. Like, if that's the call, then good for him because landing in Switzerland would be a sweet spot to play. I'm just looking way up. less stress. Yeah. Like Switzerland's a dope spot. And if he's getting like seven, 800 K to go play for like HC Logano, like that's, it's hard to argue with that. Right. I'm just double checking something. Yes. Okay. I got it right. So on that team, there is Arcabello who is the only former oiler, but there is someone on the team from Edmonton and it's UC Markinen's son, Yuho. Yuho Markkinen? Yeah. God damn. What are his numbers like? Uh, he is a goalie. He played three games this season and had a 922 save percentage, but also a 425 goals against average. Um, that leads me to believe he faced, oh yeah, he faced 107, no more than that. He faced 116 shots in three games. So Miko's going to be busy. <laughs> they also have, they have a couple Alberta boys, Leland Irving from Swan Hills. And Daniel Carr from Shore Park. So shout out to Logano. It would be an interesting show or video content or article series just to go team for team like this in random leagues and make it about the Oilers. Oh, you could for surely do it. He's like, hey, when's the last time you thought about Mark Arcabello? You still playing? Check it out. People, I think Oilers fans would like to see former Oilers still playing. We could ask Strud's what it was like to play in Logano. That's where he was in 2006, 2007. Oh. Yeah, maybe we should get Strud on to talk about Logano. It's been a minute. Has been a minute. It's a good life. Even though it's not the NHL, these guys are making big bangs and they're playing good hockey. And I, if I remember correctly, I think I maybe I'm just making this up, but like I'm pretty sure they get a bunch of downtime too where they can just kind of bop around Europe and kind of enjoy themselves a little bit. 
And I think the schedule is a little bit less intense is what I'm getting at. Yeah. And I think there's even something along the like lines. No contact too. Yeah. Something along the lines of like a lot of places, like your housing and shit, like they cover it for you. Like you go there, you live close to the rank. It's free. You're making like more money than you would if you were playing in the AHL on an AHL deal, obviously. So like the tough part that I've heard guys struggle with is once you go over to Europe, it can be really hard to get back when you're like a journeyman, right? Whereas, you know, maybe if you're Miko Koskinen, you could have like taken a PTO in Arizona and like won a spot on the team and like gotten another year of NHL hockey. And once you go to the Europe, it's usually like, all right, like I'm not going to be in the NHL anymore. Like I, you, you lose the ability to get called up. Like if you signed in Providence and played in the American league, right. I think that there's like, yeah, there's a reality of like the NHL is the best league in the world. It's also by far the hardest league in the world to play. in. The second hardest league to play in the world is probably the AHL. And it pays like 10th worst probably. Yeah. You either go play in the KHL and get duffel bags filled with money or you can go to like Switzerland and have no escrow. I don't think there's any escrow in Switzerland. Tax-free income a lot of times too. Hmm. Um, it's a good life. Yeah. I also wonder like with a guy like Miko who had success in Russia, I would imagine he had offers to go back to Russia. I just wonder if maybe he looked at the... Uh, situations around the world if you know what i'm saying i was just like eh, no i'm not going to a place where there's war like you know maybe he just didn't want to go play in russia because you would imagine someone like his old team would have scooped in and been like you know slid in but like hey come right back to us my guy but um anyways miko's gone cassie and mike get bought out who knows uh others are interviewing andre kuzmenko who's weird like that the coos Coos. Uh, call him the Coos. So his numbers, like his boxcars compared to like <clears throat> Panarin before he came over and like Kaprizov before he came over are, are really similar. Like he has similar production of those guys when they were over in Russia. The difference is he's a little older and he's also small. Like he's like five foot nine, five foot. What 10. position? I don't know anything about this. Guy. He's a winger. He's a winger. So I, I worry about the fit a little bit in Edmonton just because like, okay, if you're going to sign a small skilled winger to play on your third line, like, I mean, is it going to be Yamamoto who gets traded because Ken Holland will be like, you can't be that small in your top nine and have both Kuzmenko and Yamamoto playing. Do they just sign him and play him anyways and just be like, hey, whatever, he's found money. He's free. He costs nothing to sign. I don't know. The Kuzmenko thing's Ken interesting. Holland, I, I trust Ken Holland for the off-grid pick. I think he knows what he's doing for these wacky types. Shirelli didn't know his head from his ass. It's looking like a between the Oilers, Canucks, and Kings at the moment. So if he signs in Edmonton, we will dub him, you know, Panarin 2.0. If he signs anywhere else, he's Slapashev. The Coos. The Coos. Frank Coos. He's the other Coos. That guy is a story. What if that guy is, is camper coming back in the finals? Do we know anything? I think so. I think he should be ready to play at some point. Cause there was some talk. I saw like debate of, do they go with Francis or just camper? Should was be a Francis or Frank Coos? Fuck Frank. I, I don't care. Both ways. To yeah. be honest. Fuck man. How are we supposed to keep up? I don't know. Bag milk. I know we <laughs> joked about this a lot, but have you watched any hockey since the Oilers were bounced? Not a lick. Not one. I, ba- I Not barely one second. watched Tampa, New York. I've been watching baseball, to be honest. I actually had a baseball tweet up here that I thought was funny that you might enjoy, Tyler. Oh, yes. Kevin Gosman, who pitches for the Gauze? 
The gauze, yeah. The gauze father. <laughs> he had the other day, he's like, uh, par- I want to find the exact tweet, but basically to paraphrase, he's like, if I'm being honest, I had no idea how close Detroit was to Toronto. Oh, here it goes. Not going to lie. I had no clue how close Detroit was to Canada. I was shocked we had so many Blue Jays fans in there because he pitched the other day. I thought that was very funny just because it's just one of those things where it's like, why is there so many Jays fans down in Detroit? But it's right there. It's right there. I also, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Jays didn't even fly. Oh no, because they were coming from somewhere. So never mind. Um, but I think they drove back, if I remember correctly. Just because with the COVID testing and shit, I think they would have. How far of a drive is that? Well, they could have. Oh no, it's a four-hour uh, drive. Somebody- they might have just driven to the border and then whatever. I don't know. I found it interesting that uh, it's closer to. Detroit and Toronto are closer than uh, Vancouver and Seattle, according to these comments. I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds right to me. I'm, I'm going to fact check that. Vancouver. To see, well, I guess because there's the... If you anyway, drive, if you drive, today, no. It's, that's what really matters. If you drive, it's only three hours from Vancouver to Seattle, and it's like four and a half from Detroit to... Or whatever I said, from Detroit to Toronto. So, not correct. You want to hear about my Oilers dream? Yes. Mm-hmm. I had this dream that there was a player on the team that we called the Bishop and we would always go put chess piece emojis on the Oilers, Oilers Instagram. And all the talk was the Bishop, the Bishop, the Bishop, the Bishop, the Bishop. And there was a shirt with like a black shirt with a white chess piece and a white shirt with a black chess piece. The Bishop. Cool. Hey, eh? that's very cool actually. And now I'm trying to see which free agent who we could potentially sign and nickname. We were agog. We were so excited about the Bishop. When I woke up, I was like, damn. And then I have a little pad beside my bed and I write down dreams that are funny. I wrote down the Bishop exclamation mark. Um, we, maybe we should just make this a bit first new oiler acquired. This off season is nicknamed <laughs> the Bishop. <laughs> Wasn't there a Ben Bishop? He just got, no, he, he just got bought out. Didn't he? No, his rights. Cause he retired. But he's still on contract because he didn't want to give up his money. So his rights got traded to Buffalo along with a seventh round pick. Hold on. How does that work? You don't give up your rights. You keep getting paid because you elect not to retire. Yeah. So like Ben Bishop has a year. So he's, say he's got soft tissue damage or something like that. Yeah. He, so he has a year left on his deal and it's uh, his salary is like four point some million, three and a half million dollars. But this December, he came out and was like, hey, my knee is so bad that I can't play anymore. And he's like, so I'm retiring, wink, not retiring, going on LTIR. Um, and then the stars w- wanted his cap space off the book. So they sent him in a seventh round pick to Buffalo. And Buffalo's like, sure, we'll pay him. Who cares? What the fuck? It's kind of like what the Oilers are going to try to do with Clefbaum. We talked about that. That might have been a no in our conversation, though. It's a shame. There's nothing sadder than Oilers fans that are keeping the dream for Clefbaum to come back. We dream the dream with you. He oh, ain't coming back, kids. I know. We had the such jo- a bummer too, just to lose your best defenseman just like that for nothing. You know? When everybody shits on the Oilers for being crap for a long time, there they're really discounting the Oilers losing off for Clefbaum. Yeah, hundred percent. They also and they also lost Adam Larson for nothing, and understandably that it was for his personal reasons, yeah. and we don't begrudge him for going to Seattle. But it's just like they just lost a really solid top four pairing for nothing. Nobody that doesn't happen to anybody. Not many teams could withstand that and still be like, our defense is awesome. Um, this is something incredibly unrelated. 
but my girlfriend just texted me about it. So the two of us have figured out that people never enter the free draws at liquor stores. Like we have an insane success rate winning draws at liquor stores. Cause like people go in, they get their booze, they fuck off. So like a few years ago I won, it was like a liquor store that had partnered with subway. I won 500 bucks to subway just from doing a draw. I won this big, it was like an Adirondack chair with a cooler built in. I won a beer pong table that was valued at like 250 bucks. Um, I won, Oh, there was this one at the store by our condo where it's, they did a draw. They had two shuffle boards and my girlfriend and I both entered and we won both of them. <laughs> like no one else must have put their name into the draw. And then uh, you're spitting some damn truths here. You're I hope people are listening to yeah. this for once. So anyway, she just texted me and she won a uh, like a golf chipping game where like you, it's like beer pong, but for chipping golf branded, it's white claw branded. And we just won this like sweet chipping game. So she's all fired up. Sell that shit on eBay and make this a cash based business. Well, yeah, like I'm, t- I'm just saying like for people, you when you go into the liquor booze. store, it takes like literally three seconds to just be like, so you're just talking about those boxes at the front counter is what you're saying. Yeah. Or like they have a little display where it's like, Hey, you can win this cooler filled with Smirnoff. That's what it was. My friend, um, he won, uh, it was a Yeti cooler filled up, I think with just two sixes and shit. And he won that. Cause like no one enters these things. I'm telling you. It's wild. And the shit, like I said, is actually like not junk for the most part. You know, sometimes giveaways are like garbage or whatever. Um, but like that chair with a built-in cooler like sits in my backyard. That's sick. The beer pong table used that religiously from the ages of 18 until like 22. Like that was the thing. Show up at a party with the foldable collapsible beer pong table. It's dope. When I was in kindergarten, this kid, Jesse, won a Corvette at Safeway. Wow. And they had to like put it into trust or something for him because he was underage. So I remember in kindergarten, him being draw like this, the class had to sit in a circle. He came in the middle and the teacher was like, Jesse just won a Corvette. And we're all like, clap, clap, clap. Right. <laughs> Fast forward to being 18. I go to high school with this kid. We don't roll in the same circles at all. Right. Like he wasn't like a, a friend of me or anything. I just didn't know him. And I saw him in the hallway. I was like, Hey, Jesse, did you ever get your Corvette money from Safeway? <laughs> and he turned around. He was like, how do you remember that? I'm like, I distinctly remember you winning a Corvette when we were in kindergarten. He's like, yes, I did. It's sending me to university. God damn. That's impressive. Interesting. So if you see a Corvette at Safeway by the door, enter that shit. Your kid might win. You got to fill out the card and then he won. Um, so it's a big, so funny. it's a big strategy for like Amber and I, as we, do our renos in our house. And like you make countless trips to like home Depot and Canadian tire and like all that stuff. And Amber is keeping every receipt and entering the contest on the back online where like you enter your receipt number and you go into a draw for like $2,000 to Canadian tire. And I've actually heard that those you have like a really good chance of winning as well. Cause people just don't enter them. People throw out their receipts. They don't keep them. Um, so yeah, that is your rem truck trying to win free shit. The only contest you have terrible odds to win is the score and win. <laughs> I've, I've Other than that, I think there's any contest you really see. Most people don't answer enter. Yeah. Um, Maybe the 50, 50. I don't know. I don't like your odds there either. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Yep. Yep. Can't blame that. Have you ever won anything of substance? Your M check, like a piano or a tiger. When I was 17 or 16, it was right when the PS4 had just came out. Uh, Buster Posey catcher, San Francisco giants did a contest on Twitter where he was like, Hey, um, post a picture of yourself playing MLB the show on your PS3 and I'll pick my favorite one and send them a PS4. 
So I had a Buster Posey jersey. I was a big fan. So I put on my Buster Posey jersey and I got my sister to take a picture of me playing MLB the show on my PS3 as Buster Posey in my Buster Posey jersey. And I won the fucking thing. So like, can you imagine 17 year old Remchuk with like no money finding out he won? It wasn't just a PS4 either. It was like a custom branded PS4, custom branded remote headset, the new MLB game, two hoodies, sweatpants, two hats and a backpack. It was a super intense prize. And it like, obviously I still used it up until like two months ago when I got my PS5. So um, that, that's my big contest win in my life. That's the kind of shit we got to do on nation Instagram. We got to be like Winstagram where you win the most shit ever on the nation Instagram. Cause we're always giving away shit. Yeah. It's like a Mr. Beast light. Exactly. Mr. Beast light. People would enjoy that. Yeah. People love free shit. Mm-hmm. There's no sporting teams giving away anything. Have you ever won a contest on Oilers social? Never. Mm-mm. That's a good point. Um, all right. Let's make an album. Let's take $500 and go on Fiverr and make an album. Just we do like, at the audio department. Tie, tie, why won't you kiss me type shit. And then release the songs over the course of the year and see how many listens we get on Spotify and then pay to promote them. People would love it. Make one have like a Swedish title and then promote it in Sweden and see how many Swedish people listen to our Swedish song that we paid to have made. We don't actually need to be able to do any of it ourselves, but it's just a song about Philip Broberg. We could do that. You'd be amazed how many musicians are on Fiverr. It's actually crazy. I've never even heard of this website. Fiverr with two R's? Yeah. It used to be $5 tasks. You could go on there and be like, I'll make your logo $5. Now everything's like $200. But basically you go on there and there's just tons of contractors that do all sorts of creative shit. And a lot of times you just throw out a project, people do it. And then if they get selected, they get paid. Oh, Fiverr with a V. Mm -hmm. Fiverr. What do you think think it was? Fiverr with a B. Oh, well, no, that, no, you, you definitely need, you need fiber, but that's for, you different. gotta have fiber. Okay, yep. I'm signing up for this account right now. Imagine we put tie tie. Why don't you kiss me up and then paid people to remix it. <laughs> and we're like the tie tie 2023 remix. So good. So there's a lot so of like good. SEO op- optimization. Interesting. Type in music production. I'm just going to type rapper. There's really good rappers like that video. I state bag milk. There's one rapper that spits fire for $10 for a song. Uh, this guy, uh, Rhino Beats, says he'll rap to your project for 53 bucks. See? Uh, and rather wow. than like an Oilers song that would like traditionally be put out where they're like, let's go Oilers, be the spoilers. We could pay like fire rappers to lay down tracks about victory and not getting STDs. This guy charges 60 bucks a song and he's done over 400 songs. See, and you tell them like, I want a song like crank that, but I want to dance. I can do to it. And I want the beats to be about overcoming long odds. Oh, wait, this guy, write a song. This guy's just a ghostwriter too. He doesn't even rap them. He just gives you the lyrics. Oh, so we can rap them ourselves. We Mm. just have to set up what we want each song to be about. There's something here. With an absence of celebrities who like the Oilers, we should make our own anthems. Yeah, but better than that one that was circling the flames. I was just going to say, but. well, it's garbage. Exactly. You know what? Right. This is the way to do it. Right. Mm. 
we could get animated versions of Connor and Leon wrapping them in the video if we were so inclined. And we could do what it all on Fiverr. We could do it all on Fiverr. We could get an eight song album for 500 clams. We don't even need to crowdsource that shit. I'd happily pay for it just to see what came out. I say all and the then power we put it on you. Insta. Sorry, we put it on Spotify and we promote it on Insta. And we always tell people how our money's being made. This guy made back all $500. <laughs> Fact. Do we get paid from Spotify currently? No, no. Is there a threshold we need to hit to get paid or why aren't we being paid? I don't think Spotify pays you. They do though. They pay artists like crazy. And I don't they think pay they this pay guy. podcasters directly. They do though. They do. And this guy put a $500 budget behind his album and made back $580 off Spotify and YouTube. Yeah. I always watch all the like hip hop, how to make hip hop videos on YouTube and shit. And then in my mind, I'm like this, but hockey, this, but hockey. Uh, From what I can tell, Spotify offers you options for paid, like paywalls. Hmm. I know for sure that they're paying that video. I sent you back, but when you watch it, that guy's getting paid off Spotify, but it's like, you need a lot of views to get any smoke. Yeah. I think it's more of a musicians thing too. Like I'm just reading here. It looks like you got to use. That's why we got to put an album up Mm -hmm. or just disguise our podcasts as albums and lay an instrumental down for every episode. Ooh, that'd be nice. And then if you put that songs out on TikTok. TikTok was cutting them checks too. So what he was doing was Canada, taking... though, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, really? I've been waiting for that one. Yeah. The, uh, the TikTok, mo- the creator fund is not in Canada, unfortunately. Can you put a VPN in and pretend like you're American? Ooh, interesting question. <laughs> um, so... <sighs> yeah. Lay down. A Chuck, let's do it. Let's make a summer project. We both like hip hop. Let's make a slapper album of bangers. I don't think I'm like, get the listeners involved in what we want the songs to be about and shit. I don't think I'm musically inclined enough to do that, but they're going to write it for us. We just have to tell them similar songs to what we want. Bag milk. Can you fire that video into the group chat and then publish the video on social? So people know to watch it and then they'll know what we're trying to do. Yep. Watch it. Your am Jack. You'll see. It's cool. He doesn't, this guy's like, I'm DJ Khaled. I don't know how to make any music. I know what songs I like. He wanted a bunch of emo songs because he's all in his feelings all the time and shit. But then he's like, I want two to be bangers. And so he was like looking at what kind of songs he wanted and shit. We could do this. I mean, I want a song to be like in the club. Cause that's the vibe I'm looking for. I want all our songs to be about victory and flossing and all of our enemies being pieces of shit. And we're from the North. We got the oil uh, drip. All I do is win is the vibe I want. So we're already getting some, uh, some diversity here on our, on our, on our album. If you have in the club going to song to his win, come on. Yeah. There's a Migo song called drip drip. We'd be like, we want something like that, but oil drip. And the, this guy made an album with no revisions whatsoever. Cause he was pressed for time. We could go back and forth with them and like for another 60 bucks, get them to fix things and shit. Hmm. Um, it would be pretty funny to make a tie tie. Why won't you kiss me? Remix. Or make that the hook of a song and like make an extended version. I would love it. I would, I would make that my ringtone. 99 cents. Like what'd you guys do after you made the Western conference? Yeah. What'd you do after making the Western conference finals for the first time in 16 years? We were so excited. We made an album. 
None of you have any talent. Precisely. But it worked. Are yeah, we going to do this? this? I'm into it. All right. Your amp track? Sure. Oh, don't make that face. What better plan do you have? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing this summer. So sure, I'm in, damn it. Yeah. All right. How many songs does our album have? Four or five or six or something? Yeah. Well, we could do, that'd be an EP. Yeah, an EP, an EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four or five or six. I like that. And we need a name. How many cups we got? We got five cups. Five mm-hmm. cups, five songs. We need a name and oh, album six, art. Five cups, so six songs. Five cups, so one for each, and then one to cup. <gasps> we'll call the, the sixth, sixth one up. The next. sixth song should be like about the sixth cup. Yep. <gasps> this is great. One of the things that guy sent me in the video did on YouTube was he made a video of him DMing real rappers how much for a feature. And some of them, it's less than you'd think. <laughs> But that's not for the first album. The first album, we got to keep it tight. We got to get underground beat makers to make a song about the sixth cup and shit. It was a very off-season content. I like it. It's very good. We can go back and forth and involve people and get people to suggest shit. Listen to the half-built songs. Drop the album. Go platinum. Be like Daft Punk and show up at the awards wearing helmets. Get nominated for a Juno. Yeah. Then decline it for reasons we never get into to stay mysterious. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'd like a proxy to pick up my Juno. If no one knows what you look like, you can send anyone to go get it. That's exactly it. I'll send that dude from LA. <laughs> oh, that could be our album cover. That guy's face. <laughs> nah. Parental discretion, explicit lyrics logo. Graham Chuck, <laughs> don't you hold your sinuses as though you have a headache. No, I had to yawn really bad. That's why my eyes are all teary right now. Not oh, I thought you were like holding your nose in distaste for my idea. No, I'm not doing that. Um, this thing's coming together like fire. Either you're on board or you're not. You know, there was supposed to be another member of BTS and he quit. You could be that guy you're in, Chuck. <laughs> all right. I'm wrapping up this episode. Shout out to Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Use promo code Real Life DD. Gets you 25% off no delivery fees on your first order. Uh, where's my Where's my ding dong button? Yeah, album upcoming. I'm coming. Fire. Ding dong. Ding dong. No, Liam. Thanks. That could be in a song. It could be. It could be like the little drop. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Album coming. Shout out to HGA Group. Talk Thursday. Welcome to a brand new episode of the. Re- How do I hit the wrong button? There it is. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.